It is Monday, October 26th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, a guy who'll never get Metcalfed at the buffet line. No. J.P. Shadrick. There's no catching me. You can't walk me down. Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick. The day after a Jaguars loss to the Los Angeles Chargers in week seven, six in a row now for the Jags. Here's what's coming up on the show. Prisco and Baselli. That's worth the price of admission. Jaguars Chargers review. We'll get into this game. The offense still inconsistent. They had some moments yesterday. Defensive struggles, certainly 39 points allowed. There were times, though, they did get off the field in key situations. But overall, the team kept fighting. They were down early. They were down a lot of the first half, but they fought back and took the lead in the second half. Social media questions, a few of those today. And we'll go around the AFC South and the National Football League in week number seven. Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli joining us now. Pete, good afternoon. What's up? My God, we come on here and we get sugar-coated. What yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, JP. that was that was the worst. JP, I'm with Pete there. I'm like, what do you got? <laughs> they, had, they got off the field at key times. They gave up 39 points. Well, and their yeah. rookie quarterback threw through 350 <laughs> rush for 67. I, didn't, I mean, come on. I didn't and say how many key they times. They blocked the punt. They blocked the punt. Right. Come on. Right. Not After JP. a three and out. After a three and out to start the third quarter. They you know how punt. hard it is to lose a game when you block a punt and return it for a touchdown to against the other team? We just found out. How, uh, how, I mean, how I, can I, that be, be I, done, I, just, I guess? Like, you, the way you described it, I mean, <laughs> very little positive. I mean, it was, yes, it was, they, play, it, they play hard. Um, they didn't give up. All great things. But, again, another terrible start. Um the Chargers tried to give them the game back with terrible penalties, block, you know, bad special teams, everything else. Um, but right now, it's the team's not very good. And I, I mean, and you look at it, and JP, we talked about it a little bit in the pregame. I'd love to know Pete's perspective here because I'm I have been stumped by it. Like, what is like, what is this team's identity? Like what do they hang their hat? What do they hang their hat on? I mean, I guess James Robinson right now. I mean, he's 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 impressive. Yeah, he's He's impressive. You know, we were having this conversation with guys at my office yesterday. Um, We were texting back and forth during the game, and I was trying to convince them—not convince them, but tell them—there's some good, skilled people on the offense, and some people that you would, if you're building a team, that you would keep, that you would be happy to have. The right tackle is going to be a good player. He's not there yet, but he's going to be. The left tackle is playing pretty good. He's fine. He's a good player. Those are good players to have, young players to have. The receivers, there's Ark and Chenault and, and, and I think Colin Johnson, if he very gets good. But, but Robinson, you've got good pieces around there. A, a guy can come in there if you have a real quarterback and, and do well with that. That's the problem. That's the, what, if you flipped them yesterday. You took Herbert and put him on Jacksonville, and you took Minshew and put him on the Chargers. What's the score of that game? Well, but, uh, well, before we go there, Pete, are you are you saying let's just look at the team yesterday? Would you take the receivers from the Chargers or from the Jaguars? Well, Keenan Allen's clearly better than anybody on okay, the Jaguars, Mike, right? Mike Williams, 
Hunter Henry, tight end. I mean, right. you're going to take right. you're going to take course. that you're, you're going to take that group. So mm-hmm. I mean, I get the quarterback is the focal point, and that's you know might be the biggest thing you got to solve for. But and I like Chark, and I like um, and I like Chenault, and Chark's more proven than Chenault. But you still, I mean, you have to. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't think you have the luxury at being one in six and, and being only the third team in the history of the NFL to give up 30 plus points in six consecutive games and say, like, you're OK anywhere. They didn't complete a pass in the first quarter. They had zero first downs. In the first quarter. And I, I don't think that. I don't want to simplify it. I don't want to put it all on Minshew. I don't think that's number one. No, it's not all on him, Tony. But well, that's what, you just, that's what you just said. Okay. That's what you Answer just said. Answer my question then. If you flip the quarterbacks, what's the score of that game yesterday? Probably the same. Same exact with... block punt and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It goes the other way, way then. I mean, I it think Herbert's better. If you're asking me if I think Herbert's better at Minshew, yes, obviously I do. Well, uh, no, that's not, how much better is the answer. And if you flip the quarterbacks, what's the score? 39-29 yellow way or whatever? Well, maybe not because, look, I mean, is the defense of the Chargers as good as the Jaguars' defense? It's much better. better. Okay, that's my point. But like the, I, the point I understand to- that. But if you flip those quarterbacks, the Jaguars win the game yesterday. I don't know if it's that simple, Pete, because I look at the defense and, like, the what was the final score? 39-29. 39-29. Okay, so the, the Jaguars gave up 39 points, and the Chargers gave up 22 points because the seven's on the special teams. Right. So I, I get I it, but if you, Tony, you, you can't. You here's, can't here's, what I don't, here's what I don't want stop to communicate. It. Okay, no, then you stop it, because I don't <laughs> want to communicate this, because this is what this franchise has done since I played there. And Tom did it after the 1999 season. Like, you can't ever say you're one player away. No, I don't say they're one that's player my, away. Well, that's what you're saying. Like, hey, if you had a quarterback, everything else is fixed, everything's fine. But you win that. If you flip those quarterbacks yesterday, they win the game. Okay. I mean, I guess. Now. And if they flip the quarterbacks, they have a future. <laughs> I mean, that's different now. That's a different conversation. Correct. And we, we said it going into the game. We said it in the pregame. There's a different feel in Los Angeles with the Chargers and then there's Jacksonville. Both have been on long uh, losing streaks. But you have the Chargers who've lost close games against good teams, and they believe they have the quarterback of the future. You have the Jaguars who've lost badly against bad teams. and. Not very many people think you have the uh, quarterback of the future. I think some so, still do, but not everyone. Nobody does anymore. There's not. There, it can't be anybody that thinks that now. There can't be anybody, even all the people out there who who uh, love the hair and the band mustache and the bandana and the way he acts. Everything, you can't think that now. There's no way you can think that and be rational when it comes to the game of football. Nobody. Seriously, you can't think that. Why are you laughing? Yeah, what's so well, funny, I, I, Tony? I, I'm not. I'm not convinced I everyone feels that from way. The, I, I read your quote from the morning show today. You basically said that. I didn't say. I, I, I'm not saying I believe it. I just said it. I don't like right now. I, if you have to make a decision, he's, I don't think he is. And I think this is the worst part of it. I think he knows it now too. I think Marty, he. So you don't think he believes he's a guy? No. 
and he thought it for a while, but sometimes you can just see it in a player. And you've been around long enough to know. I just, I don't know. Yesterday was, even though he made the, the nice throw for a touchdown, it just didn't feel like it was the same. And you know what infuriates me, that in the pocket with the two hands on the ball, <laughs> it just drives me crazy. Yeah, How does that happen? We love when you do it every week and show us that. Really <laughs> you know, because you know what I'm talking about. Look, he's a nice. He's a from everything I hear, he's a great kid. He works hard. He's smart. He's going to be. I think he'll be a good coach someday. But let's be honest about it. He's not the long term. He just isn't. They tried. They thought they'd look at him this year. They'd find out. Well, now the verdict is in. They found out. He's not. Well, it's cruel. It's nasty. It's, it's that's the business of it. That's just the way it is. You're, you're, I don't know if you're trying to convince me. I, no, I, said the I know same, you've I, come around finally. I, I, I said this not but, finally uh, either, but publicly. <laughs> <laughs> you should hear the no. pre-show meeting. First of all, publicly, yeah. I said at the beginning of the year, I am not ready to say he's the franchise quarterback. I'm not ready to say he's not because I thought once they made the decision whether I agreed with the decision or not, not to go aggressively after a quarterback in the offseason, they decided that it was going to be Minshew's deal. Okay, at that point, then you have, find to, out. The, you have right. to find out. And you I give him. And so I wasn't going to sit there and, and kill the kid and say he can't do it because he's the guy. He's the guy of our team. And so you know what? Let him do it, and let's see what we got. Okay, and they let him do it. And now here you are, seven games in. You know. You know, and everybody has to know. So, so where do you go from here? So, yeah, what's the next question is now what, right? I mean, are you pulling the plug now, or are you still waiting until week 11, 12, like you were talking about? The, and and doing? by the way, if they pull the plug, why in hell would you put Mike Glenn in it? Yeah, why in hell would you put him in? What no, is that? No, I don't that think do? you do. No, you either stay with Minshew or you go to Luton. Well, now there was the, yesterday there was the report that they'd go to Glennon, and I'm like, why would you go to Glennon? That, that would be, be the dumbest thing to do. Makes no sense to do you that. You go to Luton. If you pull them, you play Luton. Period. End of story. You agree? When, oh, gosh, yes. 100%. I, I, I'm not sure. I, when do you do it? Do you do it during the bye week? Because you have two weeks to get the I kid would, ready. I Although would, you really don't practice much in this first week. But maybe you do some. Mentally into the game and prepare. Yeah, I would do it. If, if you're going to do it, now's the time to do it. You so know, would you, you said do last week it would be last week wait for wait till the final yeah, four yeah, weeks, but right, you're not yeah. gonna, you're not willing to wait for the final four weeks anymore. I don't care what you say. Well, I'm indifferent because here's the thing: I'm outside of uh, Luton coming in and throwing, you know, just dominating and looking like just Justin Herbert, I'm still going to address the quarterback in the draft. Of course, of course, but why not put him in there and see? He's a Pac-12 quarterback. He played at the other Oregon school. He's got a big arm. <laughs> He's thrown it around a ton. In fact, he threw it a lot more than Herbert did in college, if I'm, if I'm not making a mistake. So why not? Put him in there and let him throw it around. If he stinks, then you definitely have the answer. you got to go. Then you start rooting for the Jets. And if you don't root for the Jets, you root for Justin Fields. So you're, you're now saying try to win as many games as you can. Don't just play the kid to find out what the kid is. Forget about you know me when it comes to this team doesn't need to win game they're done what's the point no you find out what Luton is look I, you, you got to play 
to find out what guys are. If they're not, then they're out. And, and like, I'll give you an example. Was I wrong on watching the TV tape? I didn't watch the 22 yet. Williams looked like he flashed a little bit yesterday on defense at times. I don't know. He, maybe he had some play. nice plays. He had a, yeah. The fourth down play he made was just unbelievable. And Hamilton looked like he made a couple yeah. plays. Yeah, good game. So, he, he so those well. are the, that's where I'm getting. Those, those are positives to keep growing and growing and growing for next year. Because well, this Pete, year's done. Yeah, where, I, where you and I um, will be probably 100% in agreement is I think the rest of the season, you're one and six outside of going on a streak of winning nine in a row or eight out of nine. You know, you're not, you're not playing in the postseason. And so the rest of the season is to find out what these young players streak. do. Did you just say streak? I said if. They can't said, get a streak from play to play. Maybe they get a two-series streak. What are you talking about, streak? No, that's my – I'm saying that's my point. So I'm all, I, I want to find out what these young guys can do now. Streak. <laughs> <laughs> what? <I'm> just, <laughs> you, listen, first of all, you mischaracterized what I just said. Because I was Did he not say that, JP? I heard Did it. Did say streak other than it. going on a I heard it. I was saying that as like obviously that's not going to happen. So you go play the young guys. You go find out what these young players can do because you because you're all in. On, so you would play Luton after the bye. I don't know if I do it now um, because if if it, if he's really really bad, then what do you do? You go back to Minshew. Well, go to Glennon. That doesn't mean, matter. That by that. Means, you know, <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm just I, yeah, so like they like, have I don't an want, idea if he's really bad though, don't they? I guess my p- question. I don't know. I haven't seen. I mean, we haven't been out there. Right. My I guess my point is, I, once I make the move, if I'm going to do that, because you know it's going to the locker room, it's it's be disruptive, it's all that kind of stuff. I only want to do it once, and so my point is to like make it like four or five games. So like you're going to stick with them no matter what. Yeah, but you know what, Tony. Body language sometimes on the field of wide receivers, and granted, they always think they're open and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, it Yesterday, was not, I agree. It wasn't good. It was, it was not it good. Was, it was like, this guy's never going to get me the ball. <laughs> I mean, that's what it felt like. That Just from good. watching it on TV. That's I what thought, it looked like. I thought the same thing watching it. I thought there was bad body language. All right, we'll uh, we'll come back around to the offensive side and get into that body language and the wide receivers and the connection or lack thereof with the quarterback. Let's come back. Get ready for the streak, (laughs) JP. We're going streaking. (laughs) Pete, you're a bad. You're a bad. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Mischaracterizing what I said. Get on the defensive side. Of the football. It's time now to get in the game. Make your voice heard by exercising your right to vote. Early voting now underway. You can visit an early voting precinct and vote in person if you requested a vote by mail ballot. You can mail it back or swing by Lot J at TIAA Bankfield. Drop it off 7 to 7 Monday through Friday of next week. Visit jaguars.com slash vote for more information. In fact, that starts today. It's open until 7 o'clock. This is next week. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience. So members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Slot right, move 42, hot, hot. A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F-150, official truck of the NFL. Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales. Jaguars fans, whether it's on the field or in your finances, the key to success is a solid plan. From high-yield banking to home lending, into retirement and beyond, TIAA Bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money. It's time for a plan. Start building your legacy today at TIAABank.com slash Jaguars. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC. Equal housing lender and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars fans, game day is back. And this year we've teamed up with Jameson to add another win to your week with official Jaguars and Jameson branded collectible stadium cups. They're only available for a limited time in the Jacksonville metro area. So grab yours today for a smooth Jameson ginger and lime and cheer on the Jags with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. You know, it's always going to be a challenge, you know, when you have uh, when you have to rush against a guy that can run out the pocket and get those extra yards. Uh, and it's, you know, he had a good game. Uh you know, he got the ball off pretty quick. Uh, I feel like up front we got to him pretty fast and uh, and, and, and a lot. 
so he got the ball out when he needed to, and he scrambled when he needed to. Uh, you can't ask for nothing more right there. That's Josh Allen, Jaguars defensive end, who returned to the lineup yesterday and faced Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Briscoe, Tony Baselli, the Jags after a loss to the Chargers yesterday, 39-29. The streak is six consecutive losses now for the Jags going into the bye week. And then the Houston Texans coming up on the other side. Yeah, defense yesterday, 39 points allowed. Six straight games with 30 or more points. Tony, as you said, it's only happened, what, three times in league history. Last time was 1984, I believe, the, the Vikings. The Vikings, 68 uh, Broncos. That's a, that's a long time. Yeah, the 84 Vikings were really bad. Um, remember, the Packers used to light them up on a regular basis. Who, who was this? What would you say, the 68 Broncos? Yeah. I don't remember that team. I remember I was eight. <laughs> no, no, whatever. That so, what, so Pete, well, I mean, not Pete, JP, what was Josh saying there? Like, they did a good talking, job? Talking about I, Herbert. I, I, yes. So, on Herbert, they got six quarterback hits on Herbert yesterday. They sacked him one time. Um, and I guess he dropped back him... 40, like 49 times. Correct. Yes. And so, like, here's my problem, and I love Josh Allen. I think he's – I mean, I know he's not having the year he wanted to and the injuries and everything else. I think he's still a heck of a player. But, like, I just – like, if you get asked questions like that, the answer should be, like, we're not good enough. We're not playing good. You can't give up 39 points. You cannot allow a quarterback to throw through, you know, 350 yards and give up 137 yards rushing and say, hey, you know, we did a good job of getting to him. Like, no, you didn't. Like, no, like – this is where you have to be as like as a player. I think you have to look at yourself in the mirror and as a unit, as a team, and say like, what we're doing is not good enough. Because what happens? And Pete talked about the bad body language. What I worry about is what you start hearing is like, well, hey, we're doing our job. It's their fault, or it's their fault, or you know, you just start getting this like in a bad spot. Because the reality is, is when you lose six straight, the way they've lost six straight, it's everybody. It's the coaches. It's the players. It's the trainers, it's the doctors, it's the, you know, the cooks, it's the air flight, you know, the, the pilots, it's UJP, it's all of us. I mean, at some point, you just have to look in the mirror and say, this isn't good enough, and we're not getting it done. Yeah, there, you can't talk like that, you know. Even if you went out and you had four sacks in the game, you can't say, we did this and we did that. You gave up 39 points. You haven't stopped anybody yet. As a defense, you haven't stopped anybody yet. Hey, JP, have you done the research? Did somebody do it seven times in a row? Because it's going to happen <laughs> next time they play Deshaun Watson. I have not gone that far yet in the research, but I'm sure that has been a long, long time. Did anybody play well? Did anybody on defense play well? Devon Hamilton. I, I, again, I, yes, what I thought. Hamilton did some things that were impressive to me, and he looked like – he looked on the TV – copy he looked like an nfl man that's what he looked like in he, that had, game. he had eight tackles one for a loss two quarterback hits from the inside yeah yeah, Tony, I, thought, I, mean, yeah I I didn't watch the tape yet pete oh yeah, you did I, no i didn't have a chance but the um, tv tape you thought he was good on i mean just the I, TV thought the, game. I think i think he i thought i thought he flashed a bunch i mean i thought uh um oh gosh 56 uh williams Quincy williams Tom. looked athletic as hell I thought he made some splash plays. I don't, I don't know if he was in position. I don't know, you know, in the coverage and how he did on the back half, back half in that sense of it. But he made some explosive plays. I thought that was promising. Um, you know, not a lot. 
No, not a lot. There's not I a mean, lot to point to. Brandon Watson Schobert, had a little. Schobert, Watson Schobert had a really little struggled bit of a run. in uh, coverage. How about Brandon Watson yeah, for a little while played well, but it wasn't like all game. Yeah, yeah. no. I mean, he had a couple coverage. He was okay, but I thought yeah. Schobert struggled in coverage. Well, Sidney Jones seemed like he was okay again. He was he got, out. Got hurt and left. The but, game. I mean, not again. I mean, um, Henderson had some plays, but again, gave up too much. Yeah, I mean, he had a tough matchup. His matchup against one of the better receivers in all football. But that's, like, even on the first throw to Keenan Allen, that's good coverage. That's a good play. Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was like, I, I still think C.J. Henderson's gonna be a good football player. And that's gonna be so, a matchup every week for him. By the way, he's gonna get but I, the top guy. You know, you mentioned Williams, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, made some plays. That the whole idea with him was the speed. He get to the football, and he looked much more physical than he was a year ago. But where does he play? <laughs> yeah, he's on the bench as soon as Miles Jack comes back. Right. So what's that's speed is a waste if it's sitting on the bench. He'll be, he'll be a backup and a special use player. That's the problem is they can't really test him. You won't be able to you won't you will not be able to test him at all this season to find out if he's something you want to keep around. He's just gonna he will probably be on the bench. Yeah, but you're going to keep him. He's a second-year player. You have him under contract. I get it. I get it. But if you're playing Miles Jack at weak side linebacker, there's no reason to play him ever unless he gets hurt. Yeah, would you okay, so have, what's your point? Yeah, would you rather have Miles out there or Quincy out there? I mean, the my point is right. – The point is – Yeah, you're not go, making – Oh, yeah, point. Miles – No, the point is is Miles can't play the middle, and he's not a strong side linebacker, so now you have two weak side linebackers if you want to look at the kid. And the problem is, Schobert's not really, he's just okay. Let's yeah, he's, I, thought he, I, I thought he struggled yesterday. I mean, the, the, and in fairness to him, okay, yesterday you got to take, because it was coverage steal, but I'm talking about in the run game, he doesn't have a lot of people occupying people in front of him. So it's hard to evaluate him. He's never been a thumper to begin with. But the whole idea with him was coverage and run and chase, and he struggled. He was bad yesterday. Bad. Who was good? What about Chase on? I mean, he didn't do much. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, I mean, for Chase on in the box uh, score, and I see overall, one tackle. Overall, though, JP and Pete, they did stop the run. I mean, they gave 130, but 67 of that was against the quarterback. Uh, quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like any of the running backs had a good day. Now, right. The, well, the flip side of that is that that's a bad offensive line. That's a bad offensive line. Like, and that's what really bothers me is like six six quarterback hits on that and one sack against that offensive line. I mean, the Saints were peppering Herbert, peppering them, and 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 they did stop the run, but they without their starting running back and again a bad offensive line. Like you, that's what you should do. That's what yeah, you that need line, to do. That line is bad. That's I mean, it comes back. Like here it comes. This is what it comes down to me so much about this team, and like, what, like, what are we building for for the future and everything else? Is like, what's the standard? Is the standard to be average and just hey, if we get to eight and eight, woo, yeah? Or is the standard to get to the playoffs and win a Super Bowl? Well, if the standard is to win this championship. There's a long way to go, and like, you have to set the bar really dang high. But again, you're not getting there unless you have that quarterback position solved. Yeah, but I think we've established that, Pete. I don't yeah. know if we have to kill that today. I, I, I'm in agreement with you, by the way. Yeah. I was in agreement with you last year. 
Let's let's continue on the defense here. Josh Allen yesterday, 64 snaps in his return to the lineup. That's 79% of them. Chason had 26 snaps on defense, 32% of the snaps yesterday. And, and there was a video after the game, Daniel Jeremiah, I think, put it out, of Joey Bosa and Caleb on Chason after the game, um, working together, working on some technique on the field. What would you think of that? What's that relationship come from? Where Like, where would it? Like, why would an opponent help a player if he didn't know him? He must know him from somewhere, right? I have no idea, but I thought it was cool. I mean, I think it's yeah. cool that Joey uh, – number one, I, I, like, I like that, you know, Chase – Kevin on Chase is trying to get better and, and picking the brain of one of the better pass rushers in the NFL, I, and I applaud for Joey Bosa for taking the time to help the young guy. And uh, that's good stuff. I mean, it shows that what I do like about that, the message it sends to me at least as I watch that, is that Chase on cares. I mean, Caleb he does care. cares. He cares. It he sounds like he to cares. Be good. And his you know, body he, language is never bad. He seems to play hard and likes it and everything. I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I think that's a good thing. When Trevor Lawrence has him playing the Chargers in the AFC Championship game one year, though, Joey Lawrence, I mean, uh, Joey Bosa might regret that. <laughs> I mean, you can't help yourself you can't. go right to the draft. Right to the draft. Well, I mean, what else is there to talk about? It's a bad team. They're not winning games. It's a bad defense. What are you supposed to do? I mean, is, is, do you have any hope at all, Mr. 11-win Tony Maselli, that they're going to win another game, one more? I think they can. There's two, there's two games on the calendar, on the schedule left, that I think they can win. The Texans, they're not sorry. They're bad. They're bad. They're a bad football team. But they have Watson. That's okay, one. I'm just telling you, you're asking me who. I'm not That's saying you're one. going What's to. What's the other one? You notice, I, you notice I haven't locked anything this year, Pete. No. And uh, the other one is uh, the Vikings, and they're a bad football team. Correct. Really bad football team. But they're not winning in Minnesota. They're, they already beat on, the Colts please. once. Huh? They beat the they're Colts once the Colts already. Again. You know what? That victory over the Colts, at the end of the year, they'll look back on it and think it was a bigger aberration than Nick Foles winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's come. This is like batting practice for Pete today. I mean, just right well, down I mean, the middle I, every I mean, time. I'm just trying to be honest. I feel I feel bad for the fans of Jacksonville. They've suffered long enough. Get the quarterback position fixed, and then you solve the damn thing. You solve it. Well, you, you don't. Hope. You might, but that's the key, Pete. You might not solve it right away, year one, getting the quarterback. But it gives you hope that you have the piece to build around. Like, if you look at this, like the Bengals got Joe Burrow. They're terrible. They're a terrible football team. They're going to win three games. Correct. Maybe four. But you know what? Everyone in Cincinnati is like, we got the guy that we can build around. Chargers too. Chargers as well. Like, the Chargers are like, hey, let's get an offensive line, pick up the running game, you know. Get Derwin James back, you know, defense will get better. Like they have hope. That's the difference. And so it's not that you have to solve. So there's it. no like, hope. So what you're saying is there's no hope in Jacksonville until you get that quarterback solved. You and I agree on one thing. Yep. You and I agree that in today's NFL, and I wasn't always this strong about it, but in today's NFL, the way the rules are set, you have to have a quarterback to win consistently. Correct. If you look at the teams, that win consistently in this league. Let's go through them. Steelers. Every year Ben's healthy, they're fighting for the playoffs. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. 
They got their guy. And their Aaron, defense is ter- and their defense is terrible. Terrible. By Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And their defense ain't great. Tampa gets Tom Brady. Lamar you know, Jackson. All of a sudden. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, they built Mahomes. a system around Lamar Jackson. They're going to be there. They got Mahomes. Mahomes. I mean, and so it's not like – and then go look at the teams that struggle year to year. Well, like the Broncos. They don't have their guy. Maybe Drew Locke is. Maybe he's not. Look at this, the Jaguars. Okay, look at the Titans. The reason the Titans are good is not because of Derrick Henry. Right. He's in big place. Well. It's Ryan Tannehill. That's right. He's playing effective quarterback. That's why they're one of the better teams in the NFL. Is Derrick Henry important? Sure. But Derrick Henry has been there for a while. Look at the Bears. It and it the wasn't Bears. until the second half in the year last year when Tannehill came on that they became the t- team that is now one of the better teams. The Bears, look at the Bears. We don't know how good they are. And we know they stink on offense. Uh, they're they're one not, of those teams. Like, but there's always anomalies out there where you right. get they might be one anomaly. year here. Right. That's right. right. You can get a year here. Like the, the one that's interesting to me is like the 49ers because I'm not sold that Jimmy Garoppolo is great. They ran the they, ball for 300 yards. But they're right back. I mean, they're in it. Right. So, you know, I'm just saying. But Arizona if you play, has Kyler Murray. There you go. Another one. That's right. If you want to play the odds. Yep. Yeah. If you want to play the odds, I think it's, with the way the rules are today, you got to have that guy. And now, and when I say have that guy, it doesn't mean you have to have a top five guy. I mean, you have to have, you know, someone. This is why I always put you have to have someone who can win the game for you when everything else isn't going perfect. No, oh, but it'd be nice to have the guy <laughs> this year. Let's come or back. number two, number two isn't bad either. I watched him the other day. Yeah, he looked pretty, pretty good. good I'll say that he looked but, you know, great it, on Saturday. And you talk about anomalies, OP. Here's one that we can get into the second hour. And maybe he's not as good as we think. But you would probably say that Matt Ryan's a top 10 or upper echelon quarterback in this mm, league. Mm. Yeah. They're terrible. Mm. Yeah. And they've been terrible mm. for a couple of years now. They've had a ton of injuries, though. All right. Uh, let's come back. Dak Prescott. Let's circle. Let's uh, Yeah, Dak's another one. Let's circle around on that wide receiver discussion we were talking about earlier, receivers and the relationship that's going on right now with the quarterback. Uh, Coming up in the second hour, we'll get your social questions as well. We'll go around the National Football League. That's a little bit later. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization. That's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity oi bonjour xin chào dobry deň kif financiat kon como te podemos ayudar if you have an accident the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier that's why at fair and fara we have a team as diverse as our clients so no matter what language you speak we'll fight for your voice fara and fara here for you nahna hon lal kel ici pour vous aquí para todos here for all. Jacksonville. 
At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're hitting refresh now, palm trees swaying now, letting loose now, busting a move now, cranking up the beats now, hands in the air now, feeling free now. You're on Tropic Time now. And right now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe, try our watermelon mojito and guava margarita smoothies. And you're tasting fruity now, sipping sunshine now, toasting summer now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. I'm Chantel Baker, fiance of DJ Chark. My fiance is always prepared with a game day plan and so am I. I'm always looking for easy ways to save time and Publix helps me tackle everything from pre-game prep to post-game cleanup with prices that are never out of bounds. This week at Publix, assorted varieties and sizes of Tide Pods or Tide Liquid Laundry Detergent are on sale for $12.49. And look for new Tide Hygienic Laundry Detergent. Available at Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. I think every week there's good and bad. Um, you know, I think that's one thing I am proud of. Um, you know, we just got to keep working to put a complete game together, you know. Um, but I think, you know, it hurts, but I wouldn't say we're discouraged. I think everybody's looking for a solution still. And, you know, it's, it's a fight. It's tough right now, and we know that. But as long as these guys keep fighting, uh, we're going to figure it out. Keep fighting. That's the quarterback Gardner Minshew after the loss yesterday in Los Angeles against the Chargers, 39-29. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. your social questions in the second hour. We'll go around the league as well. By the way, uh, a note of yesterday's final score, 39-29. The first ever instance of that final score in any game in league history yesterday. Kind of a side. It's pretty note. amazing when you think about it. all the yeah. games that have ever been played. That's the first time. First time ever. That's um, great. Yeah. So I know Tony would be excited about. Well, I mean, it's 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 odd. No, it's an oddity. Yeah, it's an oddity. That's it. Just like you, I, Tony. I, I can give you a lot of oddities about yesterday. That's true. Give me give me a couple more. Did you watch the game? Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> zero said, first downs in the first quarter. Zero uh, completions in today's NFL in the first. You know. 17 minutes of the game? 
Yeah, yeah. there's a couple oddities. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want anything else? <laughs> yeah, they were uh, outgained in the first uh, four drives of the game, like uh, 200 and change to 14 or something. I mean, it was it was yeah, 201 to 14 through four drives yesterday. Yeah. It's funny because they really had no business being in the game when they were in the game. Right. None. Right. The, the first quarter had no business being with the other three quarters of that game. It was a totally different. Well, that's game. why. Well, that's why me and Tony were shaking our heads when you came on and gave <laughs> the sugar-coated version of events yesterday. Right. Well, you know, hey, start off with a, the glass half full approach because I know you guys <laughs> throw that water right out the glass. That's how that works. Hey, what did you think about the decision? Because um, I thought one of the turning points of the game, the Jags had a 22-16 lead. They have the ball in fourth and two. Marone goes from it from his own 46. Yeah, I didn't like that. I he, clearly, I he clearly knows his defense isn't very good, but why put him in that point-blank range if they're not that good? Well, and here's the other thing. You'd actually gotten Justin Herbert off the field like three times in a row. I know. He, was not, I yeah. he wasn't playing great in the middle of that game. I was shocked they didn't kick him deep and make him go the field to beat you. I agree. I didn't like that decision at all. And it wasn't – you're right. It was fourth and two. It wasn't like it was yeah. fourth and an inch. That was strange. Did, and that did anyone have that, They didn't have any chance either. No, it was not even close. Uh, JP, did anyone ask Doug about that in his press conference or after the game? Yeah, after the game. He did not have his press conference today. He'll have it tomorrow uh, on the day after uh, because of the travel. But let's hear from Doug Marone. He was asked about – the fourth down tries yesterday. I just wanted to, I just wanted to be aggressive. I wanted to you know try to go up by two scores. I thought that was going to give us the best opportunity to win. I was going to give the ball to James, and you know we didn't execute well up front, and, and that's on all of us. You know for, on both plays. There you have it. Uh, that's the answer, short and sweet, from Doug Marone on the fourth down tries. So being a bad decision. I mean, it, it, I I understand. Sometimes when guys are aggressive, but you got to be smart when you're being aggressive. That's not being smart and being aggressive. That's a bad decision. I mean, let's just say you pick up the first down. Then you still have been field. You got to go drive to go get more points anyway. It's not like you're, you know what I mean? It's not like you're converting to get the points. You got to go get them still. I, I didn't, and you gave a point blank field. I don't know. I didn't like that at all. I thought it was a bad decision. Well, I definitely thought, I, I didn't like it either. Um, we saw a lot of bad coaching decisions yesterday, by the way. But I, and, and we'll the get league. that later. I didn't. I didn't understand. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like where the they were at the game, they had control the game. I thought they had the momentum, and I, as soon as that happened, you could feel a switch, and Gone. the Chargers went down and scored, and it was that was it. Those, I mean, from that point on, the Chargers controlled the game. Something we touched on earlier, guys, was the wide receiver body language at times yesterday how much do you read into that tony and you know we've heard from dj chark you know last week oh he was open we were all open that kind of started this whole narrative i think and then i think we saw a little bit of that on the screen yesterday at least yeah i thought i mean it stood out to me the most from dj and i just he came across as extremely frustrated um and, you know, I guess we're probably assuming what that frustration is about. But, uh, you know, he has a, he's actually getting targeted at a pretty decent rate. But the balls aren't really close. Now, he did have a drop. Um, no, it was an end-over-end pass because Gardner's arm got hit. Uh, but, you know, seven targets, one reception. You know, I, I just think he is frustrated. And I don't, I don't want to assume he's frustrated about the quarterback. Or is he just frustrated overall? 
about how this thing's been going. Yeah, he kind of hinted that he was frustrated with the quarterback last week. Uh, he kind of hinted at it. And I, remember that soundbite we played, yes. JP? Yes. And he, he, he didn't name him. He didn't come out and say it. And I guess they supposedly had a good – I don't know. I guess I hear they have a good relationship. But he's frustrated. He's a, he's a good player. He's a good receiver. And he wants to get the ball when he's on, in, on time. Uh, you can understand his frustration. But I thought just from the TV tape, just from watching it, it looked like that they were not happy at the wide receiver position at all. But, I mean, isn't that – if I was the beat guy still on that team and he had a sound bite like he had last week, I would have taken that thing and made it a dissension oh. story. <laughs> well, we know what you would have done, Pete. Of course. Well, yeah, okay. You, do we have the soundbite played again? You tell me if you don't think he's taking a little bit of a shot. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I didn't sense it as a true shot. But, I, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, but, you know, receivers all a the time. Shot. It was a veiled shot. They, all this time they say they're open everywhere. I thought, the, I thought the body language was more telling to me about just – Utterly frustrated and like you got to be kidding me, kind of. I mean, you know, it's well, that's part two. That's part two of it. It stood out when you know he's one on one and Minshew kind of underthrew the ball, but out of bounds, and he tried to toe tap, but it was so far out of bounds he couldn't. On the fourth down play, which ended the game, I'm sure he was frustrated about the ending of the game, but you know, the ball's now it's five yards away from him, and there's some space in there for him to get the ball. Yeah, it wasn't um, even close I mean, that one. That yeah, was a terrible so I th- throw. I mean, I get it. I get some of the frustration. And even the one he made yesterday, the catch he made, remember he had to slide. It was a little bit underthrown and, and wasn't in stride kind of deal. That was the first first down of the game for the Jags offense. Let me, hey, JP, did anybody ask Doug after the game? Because the reports came out, and we've been saying it all along here, but the reports came out yesterday that they were considering making the change if the quarterback didn't play well. Well, he didn't play well. Did anybody ask Doug after the game about that? I don't believe so. Uh, yes, they did, in fact. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And he said no. And what did he say? He said no. They're not going to make it. Never crossed his mind, I think, in game. So In game. But right. th- that wasn't the report. The report was more about what they did. Look at Tony's head. Like, we see that on the camera. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? So sorry. I always forget we're on camera. Um, <laughs> What are we um, doing? Well, but Pete, there was there was two reports that came out. One was a report that Gardner might um, they might make a change at quarterback, but then wasn't there another report that there might be a change if they didn't win the football game at quarterback or yeah, at coach? Yeah, there there was some rumblings. I read, about I, read that. I read that somewhere. Maybe well, it was you know Twitter. What? I heard it last week, and I didn't I don't I didn't believe it, but I. Somebody had mentioned to me, a couple of different people, had met, in fact, had mentioned to me that they had heard that if they got blown out in, in California, that it could be a change. But what do you do? Where do you go? What do you, what do, you do? Make Jay Gruden the coach? Where, where, do, where do you go, Tony? And I, heard, I saw your quote today where you said you don't think in-season in coaching changes. No, what's it, what's it accomplish? When has that ever been it successful? Says, it tells the fan base that you're at least concerned about where they're going. That's the only thing. But that well, I think do the, fa- the fan base is already so frustrated. I mean, I don't think that's going to get them really riled up and excited. Um, and you can, you know, what is the difference between now and 
you know, nine weeks from now if you're going to make that decision. Well, you can start and, uh, doing the work well, on the coaches. I, I, I don't buy that. I don't buy that, Pete. Without being guess tacky. What? Guess what? The work on the coaches. Come on. Uh, you know, you can go out and get your search firm if you want to. You can start doing behind-the-scenes stuff, of like getting a feel for what's out there. And guess what? Everyone knows what's out there. You're going to go through the interview yeah, process. But, yeah, I agree. All right, guys, let's come back in a moment. A little special teams talk. We'll continue our conversations here as well. The second hour coming up in just a little bit. Your social questions will go around the league as well. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization. That's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at most sandwich places asking for more of something is just part of the drill but what if you never had to ask for more what if more was just a given at dailies more is what our sandwiches are built on more meat more cheese more veggies more quality more taste all for a price that's anything but more sandwiches from dash made fresh dailies i'm jacksonville jaguars general manager dave caldwell did you know you can ride your bike to every jaguars home game at tiaa bank field and valet for free stop by our bicycle check-in tent sponsored by alert today florida near gate one at tiaa bank field an on-duty zen cog bike professional will park your bike and ensure it's secure during the game when the game is over return your claim ticket to pick up your bike for cycling safety tips, visit alerttodayflorida.com. Remember, alert today, alive tomorrow, because safety doesn't happen by accident. Go Jaguars. Hanania Subaru of Orange Park would like to present our new dealership with over 13 acres of vehicles to choose from and our new online buying program, iBuy. You decide how much of your buying experience you do online. Browsing, value your trade, picking your payments, financing. Just go to SubaruofOrangePark.com, pick out your vehicle, and click iBuy to begin. Become an iBuy preferred customer at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park, your local Subaru superstore. Oi. Bonjour. Xin chào. Dobry deň. Keep financiat kon. Como te podemos ayudar? If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice. Farah and Farah, here for you. Nahna hon lalkel. Ici pour vous. Aquí para todos. Here for all. Jackson. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour continues, presented by Jet Home Loans on this Monday after the Jaguars loss in L.A. against the Chargers. J.P. Shadrick with Pete Prisco and Tony Baselli. And just to clarify, yes, Doug Marone was asked if he considered benching Gardner Minshew at any point yesterday. It was part of a two-part question. It was the first was about wide receiver D.D. Westbrook's injury and if he considered benching Gardner Minshew. Uh, he said Westbrook seems to be pretty significant. Uh, we don't have the rest of it. The final stuff, we'll have that for you on Tuesday. And then he said, no, I wasn't thinking about that when referring to Gardner yesterday. That looked like an ACL, huh? Yeah, he's on injured reserve. They just made the transaction about 15 minutes ago. Uh, Aaron Lynch has yeah. unretired, and he's back on the roster now. Defensive end. Actually on for the first time in the regular season. He's not been around. So, there you go. You know, More bodies. See, you know, it'll be interesting to see how many guys that opted out for COVID would wish they had their decision back and could come back and play. Yeah, it's a – I mean, I – I mean, you imagine, I mean, giving up 15, 12, 10, 15 million dollars. It rolls no. next year, though, right? Huh? You, Doesn't it roll the next say? year, the contract? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but you, yeah. It, you lost a year of earning power. I mean, you're not getting younger right. just because you sit yeah. out for COVID. True. You didn't like it, you're it's, it's not crazy. Right. And, and, I, and listen, it's you sit out of here. Some guys, you never get back. It's like Le'Veon Bell when he sat out a year, he's never going to get that money back, no matter how much he makes. That's a year he didn't make any money. You don't get it back. That's true. I mean, look, some guys had legitimate big-time reasons for not playing. I get it. I understand it. And I respect that they were like, but I – Like, what was uh, – remind me. I'm not saying they didn't. Like, what were some of Somebody the had a, um, uh, a, a mother or – I mean, a sister or daughter who was in, had some cancer treatments. There was all kinds of stuff. Right. And you got to respect their decisions. But I bet you that some of those guys, in hindsight, wish they had come back. Well, I remember, like, Nate Solder because his son had, has had cancer. So he said he out has too. And he has too. Nate Solder had cancer and – Yeah. Yeah. In college? No, I think he had like, – didn't he have, like, testicular cancer no, or something? Uh, yes, he oh, did. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he did. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But that – I mean, that would – I'm not sure that would affect you now, would it? Does it – I don't – I don't – I'm not – you know, who knows. But, again, um, you got to respect the decision. The oh, gosh, made yeah. If, yeah. For medical reasons, if you have yeah. a family member. Yeah. It was – and I, I respect the guys who – Opted out, and I respect the guys who said, I want to play. I mean, that's a personal choice. Um, it was interesting, I, and I don't know if I told the story on this show or not. When that was all, you know, the big opt-outs and all that was going on, um, I, I went home one day because I got asked about it on an interview. And I, I asked my wife. I said, I asked her, I said, what would you, like, what would you want me to do? Like, especially, like, because we were having kids, young babies when, you know, I was playing. So I said, what if you were pregnant or you are just – had a baby, what would you want me to do? What did you think? You know what she said, Pete? Yeah, I remember you told this story. You said, go to the hospital, yeah. go to the hotel. Get yeah, she said, it. he says, go check yourself in the hotel for six months and come back when the season's over. Well, you saw the report about um, Rock Armstead yesterday. Yeah. yeah, no, it's scary. Listen, I And we, you know, I'm... we had heard that and stuff. I don't like reporting on, on medical people, medical conditions and stuff. But... Like, some of your, like some of your buddies? Sources. Yeah. Sources. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that either. I just, I just, I think it's people's private stuff to report on medical stuff. It's their, it's it, unless you're a player and you're going to play that week and you they test positive for COVID or something, then you have to say it. But 
the depth of somebody's medical condition should not be something uh, as a journalist, I don't think you should report on it. And I never will. I don't report on that stuff. You know, knee injury is one thing, but reporting on somebody having like cancer or, or, um, you know, whatever rock Armstead's condition is. And I had heard that. I had heard that too. I just, I'm not going to report that. I just don't. Well, want and, to. And, that, and that's why you have to respect guys and guys wanted to sit out because of whatever personal health risks they were worried about or just didn't want, were afraid to get it. Um, or a family member, you have to respect that, but yep. But right. it's, it's an interesting question you pose. How many guys would say, Hey, I want to kind of give it because at the over? time, right. at the time when you had to make your decision, there wasn't as much information now. Now, you know, cases are flaring up or whatever now, but I, I think for the most part, we've got a better handle on what it entails if you test pot. Remember back in the day, and you had it early. You were one of the early guys, and I had it. And you, we didn't know. You don't know. You didn't know. Nobody had any idea. That, I don't think the hospitals knew how to handle it at first. Right. So no. I, that's, why, that's why I'm thinking that now some of those guys might have said, you know what? Maybe I should have played because now I know a better handle of it, better understanding of it. Hey, guys, let's come back. Second hour coming up. We'll hear from head coach Doug Marone. He was asked how confident he is on being the head coach following the bye week after yesterday's game. We'll get his response to that. Reset the big stories of the day. We'll get your social questions. All that coming up in the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity floridians know what it means to stand together that's why florida blue is committed to the people of florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality enroll within 60 days of life-changing events such as losing your job to get benefits like plans as low as zero dollars a month and up to 500 dollars per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com care today Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience, so members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Hey, Jacksonville, this is Joe Adib from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. 
We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. Why do you choose Farah and Farah? First, we have the financial resources to take on any insurance company. And our track record proves that we know how to win. Our attorneys and staff are a team, and we've worked together for decades. To us, our job is much more than just a paycheck. We love to help. And this is important. We never forget. It's not about us. It's all about you. Farah and Farah, Jacksonville. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. I think any time that, you, you know, you're losing like this and you're not, you know, you're not performing well on Sundays, um, you know, I think it's naive. It, it can happen. It's something that I just... You know, just come to work and do the best job I can for the coaches and players. So, um, you know, I know those questions come, and, and you guys know me. I, I understand that, and, um, um, you know, it's, it's just what this game is. You know, I mean, just work as hard as you possibly can, and at the end of the day, you got to hold your head up high knowing that you did everything you possibly could. Head coach Doug Marone yesterday, and welcome back. Jaguars happy hour, second hour of the program underway. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, your social questions coming up. We'll go around the league. Yeah, he was asked yesterday his confidence on being the head coach following the Jags' upcoming bye week. That was his answer, and that came after a 39-29 loss to the Los Angeles Chargers, where the Jaguars' offense continued their consistent inconsistency. They uh, were... Uh, four consecutive three and outs to start the game. Uh, had a running game going with James Robinson that just didn't have enough juice overall to do to overcome what the defense did, and they gave up 39 points yesterday. There were some special teams, good and bad. The block punt returned for a touchdown. The fumble kind of turned the tide there towards the end by D.D. Westbrook. Um, so now the Jags have lost six in a row, and they've lost six in a row by giving up 30 or more points each time out on the defensive side. A bye week this week. Then it's on to the Texans, and then that yeah, that November schedule is certainly not an easy one for this team. So, watching this team so far, they're one and six, and the question is, you know, is Doug going to get fired midseason during the bye week? I mean, only one person knows that, Sean Khan. Um, Pete, let me ask you. I mean, you watch a lot of football. You watch everybody. I watch my fair share as well. Like, and so do you, JP. So weigh in on this, please. Is is this a coaching issue? Like, like if you brought – didn't change the roster and you brought Bill Belichick in here. No. Or Tony Dungy or Tom Landry, you know, or you know Eric, came back to life. Right. Yeah. Or Eric Bieniemy, or, or one of the hot young coaches. Yeah, or whoever, Pete. like I'm Vince Lombardi. Like, right. And mm-hmm. so, like, is like – is this – like, I watch this roster and I watch this team and the talent level that they have, and I'm like, I don't see, like – glaring like i can i can be critical of doug going for it on fourth down 
I wouldn't have done it. I don't like the call. But at the same time, I can see he's like desperate, like saying we got to try to get like every possession we can. So I understand why he did. I just disagree with it. I see this team playing hard. Um, I don't see a lot of talent on this team. Um, is it coaching? Is coaching the issue for the reason they're one and six feet? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and say he's one of the great coaches out there or whatever, but de- de- there's definitely a lack of talent on that team right now. And a lot of it is young talent. So how the heck do you expect him to win games with what he has? And they don't have a quarterback. Other than that, go ahead and win three or four. I mean, I, I get it. I, I, I get why people want to point out that the coach isn't winning. And granted, his record isn't great. And it hasn't been great. Okay, were, they talented, were they talented last year? No. They're not talented. They're not a talented Okay, so team. is it coach? I'm going back. No, it's this not is what, no, This is what we like to this. do in the NFL. We like to say, let's just fire the coach. Everything's going to get better. It doesn't always work that way. Now, listen, there can be bad coaches. And, and like, Bill O'Brien got fired because it was a toxic culture. Everyone hated him in the building and the player. I mean, it was, like, toxic. Like, I don't get that sense. I'm not around the team that much right now because of COVID and everything else. But watching the guys play, they play hard. They do play hard, except for the body language yesterday, which was not a good look. Okay, I'll give you one. Mike McCarthy is in his first year. There's rumblings that he might go after a year. If Bill Belichick coached that team as is, and I don't know if you've watched them, but they have no offensive linemen. They have, their quarterback isn't there. And how the heck are you supposed to – and their defense is atrocious. How are you supposed to win games? So is that on Mike McCarthy? It can't be. That's the same thing with so Doug. It can't be. I, this is what I put on Mike McCarthy, and I think it's hard because it's a first-year coach and the, the offseason they had. I think that's a bad culture there. I think it's a pretty selfish culture. You watch how they play defense. They don't play hard on defense, Pete. They don't hustle to the ball. They're not running around, flying around. I mean, they have more talent than they're showing defensively. Now, I agree with you offensively. They have a bunch of injuries on the offensive line. They lost your quarterback. But look at that defense. You turn on the tape, you're telling me they, they run around to the ball. They admitted they loafed. They do loaf. You can watch it on tape. But is that on him or is that on Mike Nolan? He gave him carte blanche for the defense. Ultimately, it's on the head coach. That, yeah. I put that on the head coach ultimately. That's your job. Your job is to get guys to play hard. And, by the way, if your coaches aren't getting to play hard, it's your job to get them to get it going. Right, so, or get them out. Or get them out. And so I can put that, you know, now I don't think you fire Mike McCarthy after one year with what's been going on. That makes no sense. He had no off season. He could, how do you build the culture when you're not right, there? Exactly. I had a guy in the league tell me that the other day that he thinks he's going to get fired. I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think so. But, but, but go back it, to this team. Like, right. This team is mean, still playing hard. You can't, I, I think it's hard to blame the coach. Correct. Yeah, so like that's why like, everyone like is he gonna get fired? He might still get fired. I mean, that's what happens in this league. You get fired when you don't play well. But well, I'm you saying, know what, but Tony, I guess, it, the it, bigger question—it's a forget Doug Marone. For, right. Like everyone wants to fire Todd Wash. Go tell me on that defense. Like, come on, and like or what or Jay Gruden or name your like name the guy you want to fire on this staff or maybe you want to fire all. I come back to you. Tell me where the talent is. You tell me where this group. Go through the AFC South. You tell me one position group on this team that's the best in the AFC South. There isn't one. And so, like, you just tell me where the talent is. Was James Robinson better than Derrick Henry? No. No. 
Are the receivers better than well, the Titans, receivers no. and Titans? No. Is the offensive line better than the Colts? No. Is the no. defense well? The defense you can't go to anybody. There's not. He's not even close. The quarterbacks so, yeah, yeah. not better. The tight ends aren't better. No. Like, no. No. And so I, I'm just in. And now I'm not. I'm not saying all the. I'm talking big picture players. Like I like some of our young guys. I like James Robinson. I like you know, what DJ Chark. I, I'm still a big believer in James uh, and Josh Allen. But that's why I, I get frustrated listening to like all the talking heads and listening to the fans and Twitter and everything else. And like, let's just blame Doug. It must be Doug's fault. It must be the coaching staff's fault. They must not know what the heck they're doing. And I just don't see it when I turn on the tape and watch what is going on. I just I'm. I can't blame. I'm not saying I'm not saying that a change won't be made. I'm not saying that a change shouldn't be made. At the end of the day, Doug Marone would tell you the same thing if I was have this conversation with him sitting next to me. He knows in this business, if you ultimately don't win, it doesn't matter why, you're going to be fired. Well, there. Let's put it this way: if they're on this same trajectory the rest of the year, they're all going. Dave will go. Doug will go. They're all going. It's all starting anew. It has to be. It will happen because the fans aren't going to tolerate it anymore. They're going to not going to go. They're not going to buy anything. They're not going to buy merchandise. They're not going to buy anything. It's, if they don't, if this path is followed the rest of the way, the reality is, here's know, the thing, Pete, like you said, they Pete, know. Pete, you would have said the same thing last year. You were saying the same last year that everyone's you know, gone. I, I was surprised that they all came back. I'll be honest with you. I don't, I, Again, had they made the changes, Tony, you know what it gives them? It gives them hope. But, but, does it change anything? Well, what if they, sure it does. If, if, a, new, if a, a, new, a new group would have come in and evaluated the Rocks and said, we have to go get a quarterback, and we have two first-rounders, we're going to trade up to go get, the, you know, our quarterback? So, in hindsight, you would have been in favor of trading up to go get Herbert, clearly. No, I, I'm not going to do that because that's not fair because I didn't do a bunch. Like, I liked Herbert coming out of the – because I'm a Pac-12 guy. I watched him. I thought he was going to be good. He's 6'4". He's athletic. He has a rocket for a right arm. Like, I liked a lot about him. But to be, for me to sit here would be disingenuous to tell you I would have said, told you on draft night, trade two first-rounders and go up and get them. I, I didn't do – I, I know I knew the work on it, Pete. It was COVID. I, I was in the dang hospital in the ICU. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be unfair well, for you me to didn't say have this. Your I'm not going to do that. With you. I'm not you gonna... weren't watching tape in the Come hospital. on, Tony. No. They got TVs and in I'm there. Gonna, I'm not going to do that to Dave Caldwell and Doug. That's not fair for me to do it. But I can't tell you that, you know, if I had done the homework and dug into it, maybe I would have had that opinion. I don't know. I liked Herbert. I knew that. I didn't. I didn't know the rest of the draft, barely. I mean, but you said, if, but you said, okay, I'll ask you. You did a lot of homework this draft. Yes, if I you were the GM of the Jaguars, would you have traded your 16 and ninth pick to go up to five yes. to get them? Yes, but I don't think that would have made it possible either, though. By the way, I don't think the Chargers were. I think Telesco was all in on Justin. No, but you, you don't have to go to six. Just go to five. Go in front of them. Okay, you're going to trade with Miami. Wasn't going to go out of there. They were going to take Tua. Yeah, Tua. Or the four with the Giants. There have been a bunch of tackles that there. A, that's where you would have had to go. You would have had to go to four to go get them. It would have cost you more uh, than I, those then probably. And they would have ended up, the Giants would have, now in hindsight, the Giants would say, hell yeah, because we got Andrew Thomas instead of the other tackles, and he's a spinning top at left tackle right now. 
I mean, would you okay? Would you have given up the the two ones this year and a second next year to do it? Yes. If I I think you can look at a guy. You can well, you, so you were you were sold on Herbert. At oh, college. I was a big Herbert guy. Yeah, I got heat on draft night from my guys because I I was a big Herbert guy. I I love Burrow. I loved Herbert. Still, I would. Ha- I, I would have on Tua. Yeah. So the injuries worried me about Tua, but anyways, so, that's so not near here nor there. Back to your original But yeah, I would have got a quarterback. Here. They need look. If you go back to the problems of this franchise right now, the problems that they've had for how many years has it been now? The seventeen aberration aside, it all goes back to the quarterback position. Every single bit of it. Blowing the left witch pick, blowing uh, the Gabbard pick, blowing the Bortles pick. Uh, not drafting Mahomes, not drafting Watson, passing on Lamar Jackson for Taven Bryan. Go on and on. It all goes right back to the quarterback position. Every single bit of it. The misery of the last 20 years goes back to the quarterback position. Well, Pete, I, I forget 20 years. Everything changed. This is the, the mystery to me of all mysteries. Is after the 2016 season when they fired Gus and Bortles was atrocious. Atrocious, and everyone you and I talked about it. Every person I talked into the NFL, like, knew that Bortles was not a franchise quarterback. And we doubled down and picked Leonard Fournette instead of going and getting a quarterback at that point. I don't that right there. I'm telling you, because it started a domino effect of decisions being made and guys you pick because you doubled down on Bortles being your quarterback. Yep. And then in 17, which was an anomaly, and I'll never forget talking to defensive coordinators at the beginning of the year when Bortles was bad, Phil, of like, what are they doing? I mean, I, people come say this to me. And then they finished strong with that great defense, and Bortles had some nice games, no doubt about it. And I like Blake a lot, and he is a competitor, and they had some nice games. And then they doubled down again. They just go all in again, and we'll pay them when we don't have to. And that set a series of uh, events. When even then, everyone's like, ah, not sure he's the guy. And then didn't he light up New England in that early in that year? And then that was the end of it, right? That was it. Yes. That was the end of it. That was the high was water the- mark, yes. Yeah, that was the end of it. And and so my, I go back, that's how, you, and you're right, Pete, you can't, and here's, and it goes back to philosophy too. Like you have to admit mistakes quickly. Like I'll give, like I don't know how Steve Kime got away with it. But he hired a coach and drafted, traded up to get a guy in the first round. And after one year, knew he hired the wrong coach and knew that the guy that they were picking first overall was better than the one they had and just cut bait and did it. And now they're five and two and pretty dang exciting. And it looks like they have a quarterback who's going to help them have a chance to get to the playoffs a bunch of years in a row. Yeah. And, and, to be honest about it, I wasn't sold on that kid. And I'm not either. Me wrong. I would never have drafted him in 100 years. No. Nope. I would, I would never have picked Tony, him. You know what, Tony? You know what? I wasn't convinced and watched him and, you know, and everything. And then I went out there and spent a little time with him and talked to a lot of people about him. He loves it. He lives it. It's the same with Lamar. You, you know, everybody criticized Lamar Jackson for not being He's made himself a better passer. He's still not a great passer, but he's a better passer. See, I and, liked Lamar. I would have taken Lamar because the – Risk reward was so high because he's a, just a freakish athlete. Like he's out of control. He's like video right. game guy. 
Right. And they they drafted Taven Bryan. <laughs> you know what else, too? No, you but watch? my point is, but here's the thing. This is what I appreciate about Steve Kine. It's like it take you talk about having some guts to go to your owner and say, hey, I know you just guaranteed this coach four years. Um, it's the wrong guy. And I know I just traded up and drafted this guy in the first round. Um, he's the wrong guy because I got the right guy here. Like you better, like you better have some dang confidence to be able to do that. And you know what? He was right. Well, if they're picking first, the Jaguars are picking first. They'll they'll have the confidence to pick the right guy. <laughs> yeah, that's different though. You, you're missing my point. You know I, what I'm I know talking what you're about. saying. I'm joking. Because I, I, I'm going back to 16. This team. Like made decisions. What would you have done in that scenario. You would have you would have gotten sixteen. Rid of and you, and yes. And then, but and what was that? Was that the year sixteen? Was that the Fournette year? No, yeah, seventeen was, was the draft. And, yeah. Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Seventeen. Wasn't that that was uh, no. seventeen was no, the draft? 16. Yes. Yeah, yeah 16. seventeen was the draft. Yeah, Mahomes. They would have Mahomes, Mahomes and, and Watson. Yeah. They were both in there. Then I go with do the their, homework. With their luck, they would have traded up to get Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> remember that was, remember there was the You're change right. at the top that year too guys in 17 here what's that there was the change the addition at the top here in 17 as well oh yeah they added tom like it's a mystery i love tom respect him as a football guy i have no idea when he had all the power in the world to do whatever he wanted to watch the tape and said we're good well and the reality is, is i don't know if he actually liked blake as a quarterback but i don't know but why he stuck he, with him I don't He's know. the boss. I know. Well, you know he likes the big running back, so that he had something to do with that. He's the boss. Signed Curtis Enos. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but, uh. but Pete, you said it right. And, and so this, the conversation started. And listen, I, I hate killing. It's like, uh, this is no fun for me. I'll be honest with you. I text you guys during the break. This yeah, is like, you, this isn't, I don't like You're this having a hard because, time with this. Because I care about the organization deeply. I care about the people. They're the good people. But at the end of the day, it's not about, like, you know, you want good people, but it's about execution and performance, and you have to be measured on it. And right now, we're not a good football team. And it's not a talented football team. And it doesn't look like it's going to turn the corner. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they run off eight games, nine games. I hope they get hot. I hope Minshew becomes the magic man and, like, solves all our problems and everything else. I just don't see it. I don't see it either. You know, we got to start a draft segment on this show oh, every week now. Oh, boy. Well, no, we're looking at the top quarterback. We have to. Can we do that after the bye week at least? We'd have to do that tonight, right? No, we don't have to do it tonight. But okay, going good. forward, we're going to have to start doing that. Yeah, maybe like look at him. I, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see take how that they did over a... the weekend. This guy's as good as I thought he was. He might, there are problems. You know what I mean? We'll take, I liked it. We'll, and we'll then, take it over the You know what else advice. you got to do? You know what else we got to do, JP? What's that? You know what? The fat Jaguar fan, we got to egg them on. J-E-T-S. Jets. You got to egg them on. If you're a Jaguar fan, you're a big Jets fan. You we'll, have to be. We'll do a uh, quarterback well, segment and a Jets recap segment every week. Well, yeah, I'll just say, and we started this segment is about coaching. And is Doug going to get fired or not? I don't know if he's getting fired. Um, I hate when talking about getting people fired because it's their livelihood, their families, and everything else. And here, and I just go down the path. I just believe that I don't think coaching is the major, like, like, like solves everything. I don't no, think but it's the proof is in the pudding, though. The record is what. No, it is, you're so. missing my point, Pete. I agree with you. I'm not saying he's not going to get fired. At the end of the day, I don't think 
that solves all your problems. I don't know right. that right. if you had another coach come in here with this roster, I, you're winning a bunch more games. I agree 100%. Correct. I agree 100%. All right. Uh, let's come back in a moment. By the way, you were doing the letters when you are doing the Jets chant, Pete, and they weren't even close to the letters. I'm just saying. J-E-T-S. They weren't even close. <laughs> it's like YMCA or something. We're back in a moment. Social questions. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk, checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk, checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Hi, this is Dr. Patrick Basil of Basil Plastic Surgery and Wellness. I'm a proud veteran of the U.S. Navy, and during my active duty time, I had the amazing privilege to serve our country and those who were wounded in combat. Helping my patients return to a normal life, I was able to provide an unparalleled level of care, which I've carried over to my own private practice today. As the official plastic surgeon of the Jaguars, I invite you to visit us at patrickbasilmd.com. I would like to wish the Jags best of luck in today's game. Slot right, move 42, hot, hot. A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F-150, official truck of the NFL. Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike chaired so hard he spilled nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. (sighs) So this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com.
you know, we start the game. I think we have four, three and outs. Um, you know, we, you know, we get down, you know, we come back. Um, it's not my philosophy to go for two that early in the game, but I felt like the, you know, the flow of the game, the way it was going, you know, I wanted to make sure I did that. Um, you know, the same thing with the, you know, those third and fourth downs. It's not necessarily, you know, something that, you know, I've done in the past. I mean, think you guys realize that, but, you know, I'm trying to give this team a spark. I'm trying to get them going uh, when we have a little bit of momentum. And, you know, I think those are critical times that you have to be, you know, right on it and focused and you, know, you have to execute. And at the end of the day, you know, three out of those four plays, we didn't, we didn't execute. And that's, you know, you can go ahead and say, you know, player, coach, it, that's on all of us and it starts with me. Head coach Doug Marone after the game in L.A. yesterday, after the loss to the Chargers, 39-29. Jaguars happy hour continues. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, and Tony Baselli. It is time now for our social questions segment. We do it every week. We send the bat signal out early in the day, and here's what we've come up with today. Number one from at Calm Clem. Jags play calling still seems to be predictable and traditional. Am I wrong? How much of that is on the head coach as opposed to the offensive coordinator? Traditional? They throw the ball. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't understand the question. I, I, I don't want to be mean, but how is it predictable and how is it traditional? What is the, what's that mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that one at all. So I guess you're saying that he is wrong. Mostly. Traditional would be <laughs> well. Well, traditional would be run, run, pass, go make a play. Third and long, run, run, pass, go make a play. That that's not who they are, at all. And they can't be because their defense gives up so many points. They could never be right. that way. They're down early and they can't, you know, yeah, do all that stuff. JP, what? You you said it, not me. What you said he was wrong. No, you said they're wrong. I just said I understand the question. Two different things. Go ahead and look at your email. That's great. Um, question two. <laughs> at Cigar Where, MTV. Are you, are you what are you doing show? on your You're computer? Not, yeah, we're getting a side view of your head. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm looking you, right at the monitor. You playing Minesweeper <laughs> over there? What's going on on the computer? <laughs> Listen to the golf videos again? Yeah, right. No, there's no golf videos going on here. He, Tony doesn't need golf videos. He's too good at oh. golf. Next question at CGAR. this weekend. I need a lot of golf lessons. MTB, should we call Cincinnati about Carlos Dunlap? He has a few good years left. No. No. Too big, not big, why would you give him draft picks? If you want him that bad, he'll be a free agent at the end of the year. And not only that, this isn't a team that needs an older guy coming <laughs> no, in. It's like no. Going to the, no. A good team that needs help is rushing the passer should should get him. I guess he put his house on the market the other well, day. Well, he got in an altercation yesterday with one of the coaches on the sideline. Yeah, who was he fighting? I saw the highlight. Lou Adorama, the defensive coordinator, was bad. Well, he's and, the snaps have been limited some, which is odd. And uh, they're playing; they're going more with youth over there. You're not happy about it. They're grumbling and griping. Next question at Brandon Bush eight one seven. If we finish the season with the number two pick, is Fields the obvious choice? I've watched tape on Lance, and yes, he still needs time. Maybe learn for a year, but he might have a higher ceiling. He has the same high floating deep ball that Wilson showed last night. JP, keep up the good work. Thank you, Brandon. Who's Lance? Uh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance from, from uh, North, North Dakota. State. Oh, 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 oh. All of a sudden, a quarterback hotbed, the Bison, apparently. No, he only played one game, So, and then he played last year. 
and he's raw as can be. He's got some talent now. He can move around. He can run. Uh, How big is he? He's 6'3", I think, or 6'4". He's big enough. But, no, Justin Fields is – did you watch the game the other day? The kid can rip it. He's athletic and can run. I did watch that game. What's the the knock? I I didn't watch it. um, What's the knock on Fields? So I heard someone hold say that it. He, stares, he stares down receivers. No, he holds it too long sometimes. That's a, I think that's the knock on. Okay. They can is wing. that because he doesn't? Is that because he doesn't see it, or he's just trying to make a play? And he he's can't trying to make that, that play. And, and he can hold it that, that. He can hold it that long because no one can get past yeah. the offensive line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, you know, and when he plays a good team, it'll be interesting. But he's been good against good. He's good. He's good. Didn't, I, didn't he play? Didn't he play pretty well against Clemson last year in that game? Yeah, he's good. He's a good quarterback. They've got Penn State this week, by the way. Uh, Ohio and State. Penn State games. lost to Indiana the other they day. They did, or did they? Depending on your outlook on that play. Uh, no, they did. Question. Yeah, they I did. I agree with him. Just saying, both sides. Uh, at no toes down, would you rather lose games in excruciating fashion like Atlanta? They can rationally say they should be four and three. Or just get blown out like the Jags. Wow. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Just, just lose, baby. <laughs> Are you, Pete, I, Pete is I, on the full just lose bandwagon. I say none of the above. None of the above for me. Win. Uh, uh, okay, I'll ask, you a hard, I'll ask you a question, JP, because you've been like real quiet, not asking the hard, answering the hard questions. I've been very transparent. He's a what do you want me? He's you a haven't doctor. asked me anything. Yeah, I did. I asked you to weigh in on the coaching. Is it coaching? I tried to, and you guys wouldn't stop talking. You dodged. Um, What would be the best thing for this? Let's assume, let's assume for a second, the Jets win two games. What would be the best thing for this organization? Lose every game from here on out? Or, Pete, I know your answer. Shut up. Or win. Let's say we have nine games left. Go five and four to finish the season. Yeah, that means you're six and ten. Ten. Yeah, so game. what would what would be better for the long term? Oh, for the long term, it's of this of the franchise. For yes. the long term, just what's best for this franchise? What would be best? Getting the first based on who we are right now, where we sit. Correct. Yes. Considering the conversation we just had about the roster. Uh, it's getting. Uh, that, I the want your opinion, pick. not my opinion. I'm telling you, opinion, opinion. my opinion. Okay. Yes, yes, that would be best for the long term. What would, what would be best? You didn't answer. answer losing the question. and getting it, the first I want, pick. I want it on record. Well, right if you now? stop talking, I'm telling you, losing and getting the first pick for the long term success of the franchise would be big. Yes. And he he didn't want to say it. Tony, he didn't want to say it. It barely could come out of the mouth. I hate saying it. I hate it. I hate it. Why? I mean, but that's the reality. Yes, you don't want to lose games, but the reality is it's better to go one and 15 and get Trevor Lawrence than it is to go six and 10 and draft at number 11 or whatever. 15. Come on. That's the reality. I'm I'm coming around. I'm coming around. I'll say that. I still want to win games. And every Saturday when you watch him zip the potato around the I know. Field, I watch it every Saturday, too, man. Every Saturday. The Clemson kid's doing it. The Ohio State kid just started this week. Man, it's, Listen, it's, JP, it's intriguing. And Pete will tell you, 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 you've been doing this, and Pete's known me for 25 years now. There's no one that pains more of losing a football game than me. I mean, I, it, it pains me. It, I, I don't even have anything. I'm not even a coach or a player anymore, and it pains me. Calling to get because I care, I like want to win. That's why we're here. Everything in me and everything in me says you try to win every game, and I want to win every game. 
But the reality is, if I'm being honest, you want yeah, Trevor I'm Lawrence. Sorry. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. And then you get to this. With the first pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Travis Etienne, running back. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty damn good, I'll say that, but... (laughs) That gives me a headache. We we felt like we could come back and get our quarterback at the top of the second round. (laughs) That way Tony could actually announce it on stage when the veterans come back. We I'm on a roll today. <laughs> this is like all right, what's the next question? Uh, that's it. That's all we got today. All the rest were more. super negative. Oh okay. What's what are we hiding from super negative? No, they're they're just harsh, a little harsh. Yeah. Decided to chat the brakes on a few today. Captain Sunshine was Captain Sunshine from start to finish today. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just saying. I, just, I picked. I mean, some, I picked the best ones. The best ones. Get the phone up. lines for twenty minutes and let Tony get just bombed. <laughs> Let's come back. We'll go around the AFC South. The all important divisional power rankings. We know those are going to be today. Well, we know who's in last. Let me tell you what. It's a battle a week from this Sunday. The battle for the bottom spot of the power ranking. It's true. The Texans and the Jags coming up week nine at TIAA Bank Field. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity proven it implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the jacksonville jaguars proven it proven it's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design implement and monitor solutions that optimize your business proven it provides managed network services document management solutions office technology voice and data solutions and more visit provenit.com to see how they can streamline your business Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Hanania Subaru of Orange Park would like to present our new dealership with over 13 acres of vehicles to choose from and our new online buying program, iBuy. You decide how much of your buying experience you do online. Browsing, value your trade, picking your payments, financing. Just go to SubaruofOrangePark.com, pick out your vehicle, and click iBuy to begin. Become an iBuy preferred customer at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park, your local Subaru superstore. This is Chantel Baker, fiance of DJ Chark. 
Enter for your chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience with the Jaguars. Imagine being selected as a Jaguar for the day with prizes including the opportunity to test your skills with the Jaguars team trainer, personalized Jaguars jersey, club-level tickets to a Jaguars home game, and more. Look for details at Publix where you can pick up all your game day needs, including Tide, Bounty, and Crest. Tackle everything in one stop. Available at Publix where shopping is a pleasure. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Vaselli. Glad you're along with us today. After Jags loss in L.A., 39-29, the first ever time that score has happened in league history, and Tony loves that nugget. Glad he does. It's great. It's really good. Uh, the Jags have lost six in a row. He really loves that nugget, apparently. That's great, too. Thanks, J.P. Pete certainly does. I know he's he's on the lose-out bandwagon. You know, once you lose, once you're out of the playoff race and you have no hope, you might as well lose them all. So that's they're uh, not let's math- go. Ma- they're not mathematically out of the playoffs. That's right. They they are. Oh, that's right. They got a streak going. <laughs> We're going streaking. Remember. Um, so let's go over the AFC South yesterday and start off with the Texans. They played the Packers. And Aaron Rodgers had a great day. Forty-five uh, twenty. What's the score? I messed up the score. Of Good job, JP. Where's, off it was 35 20. 35-20. 35-20 uh, was the final. Yes, the Packers. They're not good. The, the Texans are terrible. Texans are one of the Sean Watson gets a lot of yards late in the game, but they're terrible. They can't they can't rush the passer at all. Um they're not good. They beat it's the Jaguars though. Would anyone trade for JJ Watt? No. And why would the Texans ever consider even giving him up? Because he has a huge number, and his better days are way behind him. And they're, they're he's they still a good dra- player. He's just not a great player anymore. And they need draft. They need. They have no draft picks. They're going to pick in the top five probably this year, and they have no first or second rounder. Well, yeah, that's. A I mean, a good a good team. What would you give up for him? I don't know. Would you give a late first, early second? How old is JJ now? Thirty-one ish. The only thing I worry about is he's he's still a very good player. Don't get me wrong, but he has a lot of injuries. Yeah, his knees are up. His knees are about fifty years old, I think. Yeah, I don't. don't, Well, the injury I'd worry about more than any is the back injury. Those things can be uh, lingering. He's come back and done done a nice job. He's thirty-one. Is how old he is. Thirty-one. Yeah, he'll be thirty-two by the time the season kicks off next year. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give him. I wouldn't give him first or second. Not with that salary, too. The yeah, Titans. I, I, Steven Guskowski missed a late field goal to tie it. The Steelers are the only undefeated team remaining in the NFL, and the Titans. The Titans took their got first dominated in that game. 
They got but dominated. No, they didn't in the second half. You know, watch that because he turned the ball over on that tipped interception and whatever. They got they got pushed around. They, they, they couldn't came stop back. the Steelers. All, they couldn't, but they couldn't stop the Steelers anytime they wanted to. Uh, they couldn't so get what? off the field on third down. That's for sure. They came back and almost won the game. Anyway, the Titans. give credit for that, but the Steelers dominated that game for most of it. The Colts. The problem, yeah. The problem with the Titans is, is their defense is just so bad. They can't. I mean, their third down defense is awful. They got. If they want any chance, they're going to make the playoffs. If they want a chance to do anything in the playoffs, they got to fix third down defense. By the way, real quick, as we go back to JJ Watt, he's only got one more year left on the deal after this year. He might be. They wouldn't take a cap hit to trade him. Uh, you wouldn't. What would you give up for him? It depends on who I am. If I'm a good team, I might give up. If I think I can get a defensive player to put me over the top, I might give up a. Second. Okay, let's say if you were late, if you were Seattle, would you be interested in him? Does he make you that much better? Yeah, I was about to say they're pretty bad overall, right on defense. They got a lot of issues. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like uh, I, I, he's, well, I what? Don't... They, what We'll talk about this in a little bit, but the Ravens gave up, what, a three for Ngakwe? Yeah, but he's a young player. Yeah, but he's also got to get a new contract, too. That's right. So, And uh, if you lose him, you get a three back for uh, compensation as a free agency law. The Colts were off yesterday. So here is the weekly segment where we have the AFC South power rankings. Gotta have them. Must hear them. Everybody's waiting anxiously for them. Power rankings. Pete, start us off. All right, Pete, you go first. Want me to start? Uh, You're going to have the same ones as me. Uh, I'd probably still put the Titans one, the Colts two, the Texans three, and the Jaguars four. I'm going to go. The same as me. Don't even try and Titans. Titans one. (laughs) Colts two. Don't the, do Jaguar, it. the Jaguars three and the oh, Texans yeah. four. Oh wow! So that means you're that means you're locking it this week. Yeah, this week they will not lose. Not this week, for next week's game. No, uh, you're gonna lock it. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you just put them in three, and you put the Texans four, and they're playing the Texans, and they're at home next week. And you're not gonna you're not gonna lock it. Well, don't the Texans have another game this week, or are they on by two? You're the worst lock I've ever. I mean, my God, you locked way worse than that. The Houston Texans are off this week. It's a bye week for them. Oh, I was hoping I could. Okay. Both teams will have fresh legs in two weeks. What did I know? I locked something last week, didn't I? You were wrong too. No, I locked the Chargers. I think. Probably did. Oh no, no, you locked the the uh, Cowboys. The the Packer game. Uh, that was on Monday. Uh, you la- you locked the uh, uh, the Packers beating the Bucks. No, I didn't. Uh, I gotta keep I better track of these one. locks. That's on me, guys. I'll take credit for that one. That's my bad. Um, you know what? If I'm being honest in the power rankings, I agree with Pete. I was just trying to change it up. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is yeah. the same as mine. Well, so I said this is going to be you a thrilling why? segment the rest of the year. You would have had to pick them in two weeks, and he tells you right, yeah. that's right. All right, so there you have it. The power rankings for the AFC South are in. Can I, can I make a recommendation? What? I say we kill the power segment. I mean, it's, it's just not, not going to be productive. You know, you know what we should do? Yeah. We should do draft order segment. Number The worst team now, the New York Jets. 
Number two, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number three, and we do that. We we'll, we'll change it up. Okay, so you're five, saying we'll go from five, five down to one. Bottom yeah. five. Five down to one. <laughs> the the not the so powerful <laughs> rankings. The Trevor Lawrence rankings. I can't do that. It's torture, Pete. We're not doing that. Good. In theory, it. in reality, it's Jets, Giants, and then Jaguars right now. By the way. Well, the Giants are going to win a game, another game. That well, I'm just saying right now, power over. rankings are week to week. I'm just saying right now. Wait, right now it would be Jets. Giants. Jaguars. Jaguars. Yes. Well, the Giants, Tony's right. The Jaguars, the Giants are going to win a game. Or two or three. They're, they've right. they've lost they close games. They should have won the Eagles. Beat the, they should have won yeah. the Eagles the other day. Okay, so they'll win a game. So take them out of the equation. So then the Jets, we went through their schedule. They're going to have a hard time winning. The only game they might be able to win is, I think, Miami. And then there's a late season game against the Raiders, which you never know what the Raiders are going to do. What the way the Patriots played yesterday, they might be able to beat the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, let's come but, back. We'll uh, we'll so get. If the, wait, if the Jets win one and the Jaguars win one, then it goes. Who has to the, the, well? Whoever has strength the of schedule. Uh, worst strength right. of schedule. Yeah. Right. I think uh, that's a time. It's too early to tell. Well, we don't the, know yet. The, ja- you know? The, the Jaguars division will have two good teams in it, and the other division might have one. And the Jags play the Packers Buffalo. and the Steelers. The Steelers and, and yeah, the Jaguars schedule will be tougher. Yeah. Uh, let's come Trevor, back. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. We'll go around the league in week number seven when we come back. It's the home stretch of Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Price is subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity slot right blue 42 hot, hot. a great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none we know a truck like that ford f-series america's best-selling truck 43 years straight with impressive towing and payload ford f-150 makes tough jobs look easy visit your local ford dealer for great offers on f-150 official truck of the nfl Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales. Jaguars fans, game day is back. And this year we've teamed up with Jameson to add another win to your week with official Jaguars and Jameson branded collectible stadium cups. They're only available for a limited time in the Jacksonville metro area. So grab yours today, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger and lime, and cheer on the Jags with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. 
At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. Saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Superior Fence and Rail knows about commercial fence services. From automatic gates to security fence and railing, Superior Fence and Rail's professional team delivers with great communication, trained installers, and quality products. Trust your next commercial project with a top-rated fence company in Jacksonville. Get off the fence and call Superior Fence and Rail for your commercial project today. SuperiorFenceAndRail.com Welcome back, Jaguars. Happy hour in the final 10-minute home stretch here. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli. Uh, game day just around the corner. We can't wait to be Duval together again. The Jags are taking every precaution to keep fans safe at the bank this year, from cashless concessions to contactless entry. Visit jaguars.com stadium and learn more, and we'll see you at the bank in a couple weeks when the Jags knock off the Houston Texans. Yes. Going for W's. Let's go around the National Football League and start off with the Lions and the Falcons and a late touchdown from Matthew Stafford to TJ Hawkinson got the win for the Lions and the Falcons blew another one, Pete. What did you think about the end of the game? Did you see it with Gurley? Yeah. He should have gone down. King of field goal, game's over. Yeah, I, I think that's a tough one for me, but I, I think he kicked the field goal, though. But the worst call was fourth and fourth and five, up one within the fourth quarter from the 13, and he went for it. Instead of kicking a field goal there? Yeah. <laughs> All he can do is shake his head. Uh, so the Lions. But Pete, because I, I, I just read about it. So Gurley goes down because they were down by how many? Two points? Oh, they were winning by a point. No, they were down by a uh Two. Uh, it? They went up by six. So, yeah, they were up by two, down by two. So they take the lead by one. If they kick the field, they win the game. Yeah, well, you just take a knee, you let the clock run out, kick a field, it's over. Well, but also, you can, and I would be at percentages on it, I think it's 98% or something for the extra point, or which it was basically what it would be, or it was like 10% that they scored the touchdown. So the percentages yeah, are better to kick. Yeah, it's obvious. But why run the ball? If you're going to do that, why wouldn't you just take three knees or two knees and kick on third down? You, it's the same same thing that happened to the Falcons. They've been cursed ever since in the Super Bowl. If they take three, two knees and kick a field goal, the game's over. Right. Hadn't been the same since. They have not uh, since that moment. In fact, the Browns over the Bengals, 37-34. Late magic for Cleveland. Though uh, Burrow did get it into the end zone for about 65 yards on the final play of the game, which was interesting. He has a hose. Yeah. His arm is better. His arm is better than you think it is. Yeah. 
So, uh, big win for the Browns. They're now 5-2. and two. They lost Odell Beckham for Odell the year. Odell for the year, yeah. Knee and injury. I love the people who say they'll be better without him. Come give me a break. They're not going to be better without Odell Beckham. No, that's just stupidity. Saints are now 4-2 and two with a win over the Panthers, 27-24. What did the Saints do so yeah, That was an ugly me? game. I mean, no Michael Thomas, no Manuel Sanders. Uh, they didn't play well. The Saints defense is a concern. They busted a couple plays yesterday. That's a concern. I think the bigger story for me is that the, Matt Rule's done a good job. That Carolina team, you know, he's a good football coach. They're better than I thought they were going to be. Me no too. Christian McCa- no Christian McCaffrey the whole time. And uh, they play Thursday night, and he's not going to play either. They play the Falcons on Thursday night. I'm, what a, I'm, what a I'm, weekend of primetime games this week, by the way. I'm doing the game. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 they had a 10-point lead, and the Bills kicked six field goals in a row to win the game 18-10. to 10. It was weird. They had a touchdown called back. They had a... He threw a, a, a pass to a wide-open tight end who was running down the sidelines and tripped over his own feet. I mean, they just – and their defense isn't as good as it's been. They've been having problems. But the Jets had four – what, they had four yards in total offense in, in the second half right. or the fourth quarter or something. Right. They were terrible. I'm sure glad Adam Gay stopped calling plays. Well. <laughs> it really matters. The Cowboys are uh, rough right now. 25-3, Washington a winner over Dallas. Dalton's out. That was a nasty hit. And nobody reacted to it. Right. Quarterback get hit like that and not blast them. I mean, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. But Washington gets the win. The Bucks over the Raiders, 45-20 the final score. And Tom Brady looked good. The Bucks might be the best team in the NFC because of the defense that they have. And because offensively they get better every week. Brady's getting, you know, getting in the rhythm. Until They're Antonio at- Brown gets there. I don't think – I think he knows this is his last shot. Um, and Bruce Arian, I mean, I think they'll be – I think he'll be fine. And that defense is good, Pete. Like, the combination this, of the though, two. I agree. But let me ask you this. They got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And Scotty Miller went off yesterday and played really well. And he can fly. Where's he playing? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. I mean, maybe in the slot. I mean – Make Scotty you think he's going to be happy? You think he's going to be happy if he doesn't play a lot? Yeah, I think he knows he has to be like, if he wants to play next year somewhere and go somewhere else where he might get paid a little bit more money, he has to be a model citizen this year. I don't know. Our next game, Kansas City at Denver, and the Chiefs looked fantastic. 43-16, the final score. They didn't no. play that well. They didn't play that well on offense. Mahomes no. Was that good. It was defense and special teams that scored all those points. Right. They, they had a pick six from Sorensen, and they had a, re- a return for a touchdown. They've gotten to the point where, and again, I don't know if you guys saw this last week when they played, who they played? Oh, Buffalo a couple weeks ago when they said, run the ball. We just didn't want the ball going over the top of us. We'd rather deal with the running game. They've taken the ball out of Mahomes' hands a little bit. I think that works against them. Well, and, and Pete, I didn't see the game, and, but I read, I was reading and watching Twitter that the offensive line struggled and that Mahomes was getting drilled. He was. They're having problems on that front. That's an issue. Not as good. And even like guys that have played well in the past, Schwartz and Fish, those guys haven't played well. 49ers 33, Patriots 6. What has happened to New England? Well, they, they, they talk about a team who doesn't have any players on defense. That defense is awful. The front seven is atrocious. It's awful. 
you know, they still got some good players in the back end, Gilmore, McCordy, whatever. They they got players back there. This Jackson's playing well. The front seven is awful. They got run on and run on and run on yesterday. Yeah, they had a bunch of, I mean, they were probably the team that hit the hardest with the opt-outs of COVID. Plus, they lost guys in free agency. They yeah. got the Noy guy. Yeah. They're just not good up front. Finally, they don't the best... have Tommy to cure their ills anymore. That's right. Uh, the uh, game of the day yesterday, last night, in fact, in overtime, the Cardinals 37, the Seahawks 34. What a matchup this was in primetime. But the MVP threw three interceptions, and one of them was the, the one in overtime. was Well, the pick, it should have been a pick six, DK Metcalf. That was a great play. Chased them down. But the one in overtime that Simmons picked, Simmons played five plays. <laughs> yeah, why Why is Simmons playing so little? Can they not find a position for him? Yeah, I think they're having a tough time getting him a position. Plus, he's not that good. He's been at a hard time adjusting. Remember opening day, he got torched. I think it was Kittle just destroyed him that day. And since then, he hasn't played much. But that was a great play he made on the ball. But what was Wilson doing? Well, that was you got to admit for the guy who's probably the MVP right now. Those were he two bad. throws. Those yeah. are two throws. You look at him, you go, "What the heck were you doing?" And he got bad sacked decisions. on the blitz on the one play. Didn't see it. And he didn't play very well last night. And he still had a boatload of numbers. Yeah. And and then what was Cliff Kingsbury doing? And in, in the first kick, what the hell was that? Did you see it? It was going to be he delayed, second, wasn't it? It was going to be he delayed. Had first down, they had a first and first first down at the was at the nineteen or the eighteen, and on the first play, a guy knifed in and dropped them for like a two yard loss. And on second down, he sent the field goal team on the kick. Right, right. right. And, and it was the first. It, it was the first or second possession. In overtime, it was the second possession. Yeah, okay. they would have won the game. But but you, you, why would you kick? They left more time on the clock for Wilson to go get points. A it was, it was like it was the final play of the game. There was two and a half minutes left. What was he doing? You know. at least run a couple more. You run one more play at least if you want to kick on third down in case the snap gets away. Dumb. Time now the, for uh, Monday Night Football. It's a great matchup tonight on Monday night. Jared Goff, Jalen Ramsey, and the 4-2 and two Los Angeles Rams entertain Nick Foles, Allen Robinson, and the surprising 5-1 and one Chicago Bears. Who you got tonight at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles? I think the Bears oh, are yeah. bad. I think they're that was bad. your best, by the way, JP. I didn't no. really like that race. Well, you interrupted me, but did, that's okay. Did you like the um? Did you like the? Wasn't that thing new? The, the graphic where they were they <laughs> the explosion? explosion? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I like the the Rams. I think the Bears. You re, Nick Foles is terrible. He was terrible in Jacksonville. He's terrible. He had the one accident where he won the Super Bowl. He's not a good quarterback. Uh, I like the Rams. The Bears are going to win. The Rams have beaten nobody but the NFC East. Tell me one team that they've played that they've beaten. Ooh, the Bears by, Hold on, let me finish. And by the way, uh, the Bears only beat the Buccaneers, who's probably the best team in the NFC. So that's who they beat. And the Rams barely beat the Giants. They struggled to beat the Giants. The, ba- the Bears' defense is going to shut down the run, which makes Jared Goff ordinary in that offense. Can't do it off play-action pass. Foles has a monster night. And J-Rob... Scorches Jalen Ramsey in a matchup of uh, former Jaguars. You heard it here first. Mark it down. Lock it. Lock it right there. Oh, that's a loser. Wow. By the way, he held him to four catches on fifteen yards for fifteen yards last year. Lock it. Allen Robinson over Jalen Ramsey. He's he's locking that. Well, he's. Uh, I'm not really locking the, that. It'll I'm be fun to watch. I'm looking at the Bears oh. over the Rams. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, okay. He doesn't right. travel as much as he used to. He plays in the slot some now. Bears will beat the Rams tonight. No, Pete. they won't. Loser. You got a loser on your hand. They have it. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, then again, that's kind of been the theme of the day, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, guys. We've made it through another perfectly good two hours of Jaguars Happy Hour. Pete, we will talk to you next week. Uh, enjoy the, the bye week, and we'll catch you on Monday. All right, guys. Take care. Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. See you later. Uh, for our entire crew, Joe Fortunato, Brent Reber, Trent Padilla, everybody involved. This is J.P. Shattuck. Programming note, no more shows this week on Jaguars.com for the bye. We'll be back with you next Monday with drive time in the morning and happy hour in the afternoon. Catch you next time. Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network.